So, as promised, I'm now joined on the phone by a product manager from Audi, Johnny Byrne. How are you, Johnny? I'm very well, thank you. Fabulous. So, obviously, fuel prices rising, very frustrating. £100 now nearly for a family car. We just can't afford it. Clean air day today. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yes, Clean Edit is um, a great campaign um, that goes on in the UK every year um, to sort of raise awareness of, of air pollution, which is the largest environmental health risk that we that we face um, in the country today. So it's a way to help um, communities and how businesses can help show leadership, essentially, to help sort of minimise pollution. And one quick and effect, very, very effective way to do that is to move to an electric vehicle. So what can we do then to help reduce air pollution? Obviously, you say electric cars can prevent CO2 entering the atmosphere, of course. £1,800 a year, I've read somewhere, that we'll save, which is a massive amount. But um, it's the initial purchase of the car, isn't it? Um, once you've got the car, you're saving money. But what can people do, you know, to get the car in the first place? Yeah, it, it, it's a valid point. There are huge cost savings to be to be made using an electric car with obviously not having to pay for fuel and using electricity to, to fuel the vehicle. But the, the, the cost of the vehicle is, is one of the concerns that our research showed, and especially in Wales, the, the national figure was 43% of people were concerned about um, the cost of these vehicles. In Wales, it was 58%. So there is a, a huge concern around that. But it is one of those misconceptions that electric cars are more expensive. Now, when this technology first arrived, it was more expensive. A bit like um, flat screen televisions, you know. When they launched, compared to a normal TV set, they were more expensive. But as time goes on and this technology develops, the price of it is able to be lowered, make it more accessible to people. Um, So at, at Audi today, we have a fully electric, compact family SUV called the Q4 e-tron, which is comparable in price to a petrol or diesel SUV we also have. And in certain models, it's also cheaper to buy. So we're at a point now where our electric vehicles are the same price, if not cheaper to buy and especially to run than a conventional petrol or diesel car. So what you're saying is as time goes on, it'd be more of a feasible option because um, the technology is advanced. So how much difference does it make from having an electric car to a diesel or petrol then? Yeah, it, it's huge. So if I speak from a sort of personal point of view, um, I, do, I do about 12,000 miles per year. And if using my electric vehicle, I pay around between 800 and £950 per year on electricity. Obviously, everyone has a slightly different tariff. Um, if I use petrol, I'm going to be paying around about £2,300 to cover the same distance. So that's a huge saving, and, and that's just one year. You multiply that by the number of years people keep these vehicles, and you can save thousands upon thousands just in fuel alone. Um, so there's a huge potential to be saved, and, and that's just the, the financial element. The other advantage is the reducing your carbon footprint and reducing CO2 emissions, which electric cars are incredibly good at as well. So it's definitely the way forward then by the sounds of it. What are the most common myths around electric vehicles? I mean, I've heard you've got to replace batteries after a couple of years and they cost, you know, so much money. Is it what they say it is? Yeah, as I mentioned just earlier, the cost of these vehicles was one of the main concerns, which, again, is, it was relevant when this technology arrived, but... Today, it's not the case. And it's the same with the the charging. Recharging these vehicles is a huge topic. But to give you some context, there are in excess of 30,000 public charging points across the UK today. There are fewer than 9,000 petrol stations, and that's only going in one direction. The government has said there's over a billion pounds being invested in 
boosting this electric network of chargers. So we're going to have a tenfold increase. So around 300,000 fully electric chargers in the next eight years. So there's going to be a massive, massive shift which will make the transition to these vehicles, where if people are a little bit sceptical, a lot easier to manage. And just mentioned charging points there. Is that something uh, people can get installed outside their houses or is it something they can plug in directly into their house? Yeah, exactly. So um, at Audi, for example, we will offer a free wall box charger with every new electric vehicle purchase. So as part of the package, we will come and install an electric wall box on your house and you can charge at home. Some of us aren't in that position, like myself, I live in a flat, I don't have a driveway, but the infrastructure around where I live is, is being improved as it is across Wales and, and across the UK to use on-street chargers. There are lampposts which are being developed to have charging points installed in, in them. So there are some very ingenious methods being used all over the country to really help accelerate this shift. And uh, just curious, how long would it take, you know, roughly to, to fully charge a car then? It can vary depending on the charger you use. So let's say, for example, you charge at one of our new high-speed, ultra-advanced chargers on the Ionity network, which we, Audi, has helped develop. You can fully charge your car from 5% battery to 80% battery in 20 minutes. So by the time you've, you know, had a comfort break, you've gone and had a quick coffee, your car is com- almost completely fully charged. But one of the main methods that people will use to charge a vehicle is overnight. And a great way to think about this is with the smartphone. So when people first got a smartphone, you know, they'd be used to kind of old Nokias and things like that, which would last a week without recharging. When everyone got a, a smartphone, people thought, well, I can't possibly charge this thing every day. But you adapt to how the technology works. So you charge it overnight and people adapt to it. With an electric car, it, it's similar. So you will charge it overnight when the energy is cheaper and you don't even have to charge it every day. So the average journey for um, in the UK is about between 130 to 150 miles per week. So our Q4 e-tron, which is fully electric, can do 330 miles on a charge. So theoretically, you'd only have to recharge this vehicle three times per month to cover the average journey of someone in the UK. So what people realise is once they get this technology and they start to use it, they learn to adapt to it and they adapt it really quickly. And one of the only regrets they have is that they didn't do it sooner. I mean, that's amazing. You just said they're 20 minutes. Um, I was yeah. expecting you to say hours or something. And I never thought of, you know, comparing it to a smartphone. That's a clever way of thinking about it, really. Um, where can people find out more information if they want to know more about this? If you head to um, audi.co.uk, that's our main website. You can check out our range of electric cars. And uh, a new app we, we have developed is called um, Audi AV and Me. So this is a great little tool that allows you to compare our fully electric cars against our plug-in hybrid cars. And you can see exactly what car best fits your lifestyle and where you, how far you travel, where you go, the mileage you use, and, and the cost savings you can make at the same time. It's a very useful little app and I fully recommend taking Yeah, it definitely sounds it. Thank you so much for joining us today, Johnny. It's been an absolute pleasure. No problem. Thank you. You have a lovely day now. Bye.